Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. This is the second hour of Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. I'm Mark Spector up here live at Rogers Place. The second hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. I will tell you that the uh, River Cree Resort and Casino is now open 24-7. Uh, so you have uh, lots of opportunities Um uh, more chances uh, to uh, to get involved and have success at the River Cree Resort and Casino. Details at the River Cree Resort Casino.com. Excitement. Bet on it. And you can text us, and we will get to some text at about 120 on the Ashley Five Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to AshleyFiveFloors.com. Guests on the show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. Uh, open to serve you at any one of their five Edmonton and area locations. Try the legendary Wagyu steak cooked right before your eyes reserved now at uh, jvedmonton.ca don and his staff at uh, japanese village will certainly take care of you as we bring mark specter in for the horses and horse racing alberta the seven thousand men and women that are employed in the horse racing and breeding industry of course century mile out towards the airport mm-hmm. that's where they got live standard bed and thoroughbred racing and you can always watch and wager online at hbibet.com hey spec yeah. uh I did NHL today and talked about the fact that Bakersfield Condors were in action in the American Hockey League against Ontario. Yeah, not so much. Not so much. 18 minutes ago, uh, league announces another cancellation of the Condors game due to COVID situations. Yeah, I don't know what's going on down there. Uh, we had heard Adam Cracknell, of course. Was out. Yeah. Was out, but that's only Kester one guy. Lane also didn't play on Saturday, which made me think of maybe he was... Right. Well, they don't cancel games for one, two guys. They make you play even short. We've right. seen that in the NHL, let alone the AHL. So there's got to be more going on yeah. down there than two guys. All right. Uh... Now, I'm gonna. It's gonna tie into. Let's put it this way, Mark. It, it is going to tie into something else on the show today. I just got a. There it is. Tampa Bay has claimed Riley Nash on waivers, and uh, Wood Guy, who's probably has been on the show, Darcy McLeod, at least the last six months, just because of his schedule. Haven't been desperate enough, Bob. All right, uh, <laughs> uh, Wood Guy, Darcy McLeod. Uh, 
it just tweeted, who wants a right-handed center with 54% in the face-off circle and a decent checker at 750K? The team with two of the top players in the league who haven't won a playoff game since 2017 and whose bottom six have a goal share of 25.7%. No thanks. Or the two-time defending Stanley Cup champs whose bottom six has a 58% goal share. Yes, please. So the orders... Uh, I would have have to, you know what? I I got a hundred percent make sure, in terms of the priority sequence. I think Edmonton was lower in the stand. They weren't two games ago, but they might be lower in the standings today. Um, anyways, he's he's making the point that Edmonton should have been in. Uh, now I'm going to have to check Mark. But anyways, Riley Nash is a fourth line player and, and a good one. Not a not a great penalty killer. Good five on five. He's player. a fourth line player. Yep. We've got lots of fourth line players here, Bob. They don't need another one. You know, they've got, if it's about face-offs, in fact, Ryan McLeod's winning a lot more face-offs. That's been the best part of his game. Uh, Derek Ryan wins face-offs. That's the best part of his game. Based on points percentage, Tampa Bay, Edmonton would have been ahead in priority sequence. If they wanted them, they could have taken if They, they don't need another fourth-line player. And if you do bring them in, then you have to move out a fourth-line center. So now you're moving out Derek Ryan? Well, you can't move out Derek Ryan. Two-year deal, $1.25 right. And Derek has... You're not putting them on waivers. I don't want to do that. It's so. funny. If, if you... Filled Dave Tippett with ter- uh, true serum. I think the hope would, de- would be that Derek would have provided a little bit more so far. I broke down all the goals that he was... Actually, I had somebody independently break down mm-hmm. all the goals for me. And then he said four. He's a contributing factor to four goals against uh, so far this season. But the, the goal share... McLeod makes... Uh, Wood guy makes a legitimate point on the goal share. It's 27%. It's not good enough. They don't have a third line. Edmonton's got a lot of fourth line players. What, what and they're happened? okay on the fourth line. They've got like what you need down there. You got a pen, you got a face-off guy like Ryan. Ryan is a fourth line center. He at is this, not a third line at center. At this stage in his career. That is what he is. He is not and is not close to being a third line and, center. And just so you know, when I was selling the orders to Derek Ryan six or seven years ago. He was a third line center back then. I was selling him as a fourth liner that yeah. could maybe He's not anymore. Right. And but he had a four year window where he was a legit sure. third line sure. center in the league. So he's your fourth line center. I don't really mind him as your fourth line center here. I'm not saying he can the, kill penalties. the best in the league but that's fine he's a decent fourth line center right you put him on one you put him at center you put Devin Shore on the left side and you put uh Sevier sure Sevier on the right side I don't mind that fourth line it's just fine yeah. the order's problem is they don't have a third line that's what's getting them here this whole goal share in the bottom six it's your third line that makes the offensive side of that part work and right. they don't have one so uh they made the trade for uh, Bear for Warren Fogle, mm-hmm. and the analytics community, even though the analytics on Fogle were, you know, I got news for you. I don't care about the analytics committee, Bob. All right. Uh, the, what I would <laughs> Who say. Who cares what they think? Mark, allow, can I finish on this <laughs> yes, one? Yes, you can. Here's the thing about Carolina. Their whole team's got pretty good analytics. Yeah, because they're a really, really good team. Right? Like, they've got a good team. Uh, but Fogle was... I thought Fogel would have had more than two goals 23 games of the season. Well, for sure. So would I. And Fogel is part... There's two things about Fogel. He's big. He skates well. He's physical. I like all those things on my third line left winger. His hands, not great hands. If he had hands, he'd be a top six player. Yeah. He doesn't have hands. That's fine. He's going to bang in okay. 10 a year. That's what he does. So we what he needs is a better... What he needs, though, Bob, he needs a proper third-line centerman to play with and a proper guy on the right side, and over the course of time, he'll get you his 10, 12 goals. But right now, his line mates are flipping and flopping out of there every day. There's a new set of third-liners. So right now, it's McLeod and Cassian. Go ahead. The, it's, I'm not even going to talk for well, the next Mc, two minutes. Go. <laughs> McLeod is... Uh, uh, what you need a third-line center behind Drysaddle and McDavid is uh, the Phil Deneau type, 
right? You need the Manny Malhotra type. You got $33 million? I'm sorry. Whoa. I'm saying you can't afford those guys. But my point would be this. There is no such thing as a 22-year-old player that, that meets all those criteria. Brian McLeod is miscast. It's unfair to say to him, be an effective third-line center and go out there and, and check against the other team's best line and beat their best guys in face-off. Forget it. Like, he's not that guy, right? He's a good player. I like him. He's not a third-line center in the classic sense of the word. Uh, Zach Cassian's your third-line right winger, I guess, tonight, right? Yep. Yeah. I'd have put him on waivers and kept Perlini. Zach Cassian needs the big wake-up call. Right, we've watched it now. He's on the second year of a four-year deal, correct? He is. <laughs> Did you have somebody ha- tell you that? Hasn't today? given you <laughs> hasn't given you three good games in a row in how long, Bob? It is time for the big wake-up call. I'd have put Zach Cassian on waivers. I'd have given him two weeks in Bakersfield. My guess, my guess is, and either he comes back as a player or he quits on you or whatever he does. But watching Zach Cassian waste the talent that he has on this lineup, I've I've watched it for long enough, and so most order fans. There's a player there, you just never see him, Bob. I would suggest to you, even the f- fact that he's got two years left after this year at $3.2 million, I would suggest to you that someone would have claimed Zach. No yes. chance. No chance? I'd bet he you a ha- steak dinner. He has a dimension, and sometimes those guys, he's been here. You know for- what? If you're lucky, they do. He's making 3.2 and giving you nothing. Yeah. Bob, what's he giving you? You throw him in the first line, he lasts two games. You put right, him in the I, third I, line, he lasts two I'm, games. I'm going to throw it out there for the listeners right now. What's the he order, giving you? And the order, I, hey, I'm the first to admit I'm disappointed. lucky they pick him up at 3.2. Are you kidding? You pop in the champagne cork if you lose that contract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's my two bits, pal. All right, you heard him. Mark Spector says he would have put Zach, St- or Zach Cassian on waivers. Did you just almost call him Zach Startini, Bob? I think you did. There's a Freudian slip. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. We talked. Here, here's the thing, Mark. Do you think it's? A, do you think guys like Fogel and Cassian are sitting there? Like you, you know, Warren Fogel's got two goals. Ryan, Ryan Nugent Hopkins has got two goals. Okay. Yep. Uh, so what, what is that Cassian guy? He's got three or four goals right now. Now I gotta whatever, whatever he's got. You know, Yamamoto's got five. One's a left, one's a right. Do you think those guys sit there and say, you know what? If I was playing with Drysaitel, I would have. Do you, do you think that? That, that occurs sometimes with players that they think, hey, if you gave me a better opportunity to oh, hire some. No question. Yeah? No question about that. Guys want to be, they think that they should be up a line. They want more stability among their line mates. Sometimes you get stuck with the centerman that doesn't pass the puck well, and you go, man, oh, man, I need a guy that can move the puck. Sure they do. Lots of times players say that, and sometimes they're right. Al says, uh, you can text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text line, Spectre's right, all these guys killing to play in the NHL, and you get a fossil like that, send them to Buffalo. That one comes to us for Al. Uh, This text comes in saying, uh, we're more than happy to let Ryan McLeod develop into a third-line center. He's winning face-offs. That's number one. The offense and structure will come. He's fast, smart, decent hands. Leave him with Fogel on the third line, and uh, it'll all come in time. They need a proper right wing. This texter says, Bob, Zach Kaskin would get picked up for sure. And the reason and the reason why I think he would get t- okay. picked up spec- is I think sometimes with those guys, like Zach's been here seven years. Right now, and he and he, he did get concussed in a preseason fight with uh, Zach McEwen. Yep. Uh, he is a, a decent price point. There are teams. Decent price point, Bob. Yes, he's paid very well for what he does. $3.2 million player on your third yep. line? That's but in and I, out of the action? I'm I, not so sure about that. I, I think there's teams that think, you know what, if he had a change of pace, he'd get going. Well, that is fair. Right? Like I, That so is fair. Doesn't mean I'm right. 
no chance. I don't know what spec is smoking, but I want some. <laughs> They're referring you to say there's no chance they screwed up. Again, you can text us. Uh, uh, he wouldn't. If he was, uh, all day he'd be picked up. There you go. Brad says, I'm with Spec. Uh, this texter comes in saying, Spec should stick to horse racing. He's actually like a full, you're basically a full-time hockey guy. Aren't I don't you? know much about horse racing. Neither do I. Um, <laughs> the Don says, I'd like to see Cassian beat the blank out of Mark Spector for his anti-Cassian comments. Anti-Cassian! That's what they're calling you now, Spector. I'm the anti-Cassian. And you know, the, the, the thing... Howie that- says, Cassian gets claimed on waivers for sure. Oh. I, I, because, I I gotta tell you, Mark, there, there's so few of guys in the league that have that dimension. Right? Like, I'm not going to excuse how he's performed to date this season. Mm -hmm. I expected more out of him. I've expected more out of him for the last couple of years. Last year, you know, whatever could go wrong injury-wise. It's like your buddy Dustin Penner. Right, the min- oh. since the si- since he signed that contract, you walked right into it. Since, he, since he, oh, you're gonna get since hammered. Since he signed that contract, what Jeff was your, so, hasn't well, been any good. And what quote did you run in your paper? Today? I ran the McTavish quote, which was the, the he thought that the the Penner contract was a starting point, but Penner thought it was the finish line, and talked about being a top six. I and to- he said we expected a top six guy, and this was the starting. You can point. make your numbers dance, whatever dance Mark, you want. These Dustin are hard- Penner was was a waste of a talented hockey player, Mark. All right, here's where, here's the thing. Mac T can make that, and, and I love doing the panel with Mac T. He was T. right. Okay, just just hold on a sec here. He basically said he wasn't a top six forward. Well, he wasn't a top six forward for Mac T, but you know what? In the four years that Dustin Penner was on the team, do you know who led the Edmonton Oilers in goals? Oh, who cares? On a terrible Oilers team? Mark. Maybe just, Dustin Penner. Well, maybe. Okay. There wasn't anybody within 25 goals oh, of him over those four years. So, Alice Hemsky was second on the team to goal scoring to the, Dustin Penner. The is, had, when he, he showed had, up, he could play. Bob, he, when Mark, he showed up, he could play. He had talent. He's like Cassian. Like that's no, what gets no, you about No, he's Cass. better than Cassian be- because he scored 90 goals in four years, Mark. Okay. Do you know how damn hard it is for a player to score 90 goals? He had a 30 goal season in the NHL. Do you know how many he 30 goals? One of those, yeah. Right. He should have had five of them. Do you know how right? many 30 goal seasons Ryan Nugent Hopkins has Whatever. had? Whatever. He's never had a 30 goal year. Penner dog that so, was out of shape the whole time. If he was in shape, how good would he have Mark, been? Mark, the point I'm making is people said he wasn't a top six guy. What the hell are you talking about? He Whatever. scored 90 goals in four seasons. He wasn't that's committed and he was a lousy teammate how about that he you got a stat to fix that he's up? got two stanley cups how many do you have as a player ah whatever like look if you want to disagree with uh dustin's rather interesting stuff on twitter these days have at her but the reality is at the time and place that he was in edmonton he was a legitimate top six player yeah. as evidenced by the fact that he scored over 90 goals i don't the- know why you stick up for this guy he basically let the organization Be- down Right. They got a first-round pick for him when they traded him. They got back yeah. the pick that turned out to be Oscar Clefbaum. Yeah, good they for did. Them. That's that was Mac a hell of a salvage job. Did not get vo- Mac T. <laughs> Mac T. Did not get lots out of Dustin Penner. Conversely, yeah, the late Pat Quinn got a 32-goal season out of the guy. He did. And then the next year, he was on the run. And they signed him to a big contract, and he stopped playing. No, they they didn't. What are you talking about? They signed him to a contract. They signed him to a five-year offer sheet at $4.25 million, and they traded him in year four of the five-year deal. Yeah. Okay. And he went to the L.A. Kings, and they got a first-round pick. They did a good good job. They did a good job. They got a decent return. So, if anything, Mark, if anything, Penner 
delivered more than Cassian has delivered wow. since that. Different I don't want to listen. I don't want to compare Painter and Cassian. They're completely they're, different players. But I will say this, Bob. We've all we all if you're we all drool at at having a Zach Cassian in our lineups. We all love. Which is why he'd probably get picked up if well, he went on waivers. He'd be spot. on his what team? One, he's played two, the last three, seven four. years right. here, Mark. Beyond his fifth he's, play, he's played a fair amount of time here. He has, and the last few years haven't been very good. He has. I'll be the first to concede. Right. Look, I'm not going to sit here and go die in the uh, dive in the grenade for Zach Cassian. I'd look him right between the eyes and say, yeah. you know what? There's got to be more here. There's got to be more there's here. Be more. But you're saying he wouldn't get picked up on waivers. And I'm, I'm not saying, sure he'd get picked up on waivers. And I'm saying look at, the na- look at the National Hockey League right now, and there's a shortage of players like him that can provide some physical. Do I wish he did it more here's here's the problem i have with it mark i have a problem saying to a guy i think you should fight more oh i'm, not, I'm not saying that well that's not what i'm saying you, what, what do you say i'm saying you got to be engaged more all right so i'm saying you got to hit more people sir, i don't care okay. if he doesn't fight okay. for the rest okay. of his career so we agree on that get in on the forecheck and body check right. people make yourself got, known out uh, there okay so we right? so we agree like that's what i'm saying like some people say well, he's, he's gotta go fight he's, got no... he's gotta go but I, he'd be the first to tell you that he has to be more involved. But get f- then then yeah. get after it. Yep, he does. Right, And he's part of the equation. The for reason they're, they're, he's they're, a good third-line right winger with Fogel on the other side is those two guys can get on you quick and bang some pucks loose. Right. And, and you and get well, a nifty centerman. And by the way, McLeod's got to shoot more. And the McLeod's got to shoot sure. more. He's got to stop passing backwards right. Right. when he's when he gets some opportunities. There's such a good player, and he's the solution to what a lot of teams want. And Which is why he would get picked, think he'd up. get picked up. I think he I would think get enough picked. people have seen the act that they don't want it at 3.2. If he's at $2 bucks, he gets picked up by 20 teams. At 3.2, I'm not so sure, Bob. I think he would get picked up just because there's a shortage of that. And and my guess is there's a bet out there from teams that we can make it work with him. So, and again, he's played here for seven years. Don Sherry used to talk about this all the time. Sometimes guys like that, they need to be restarted a bit. All right. Then maybe that's why you do what I'm talking about doing. All right. So, Mark, just just one more for you here. Mm -hmm. Okay. Taking a look at the orders. Here, I'll pass you my little book. There you go. How many of those guys are in the bottom six come playoff time? Well, let's see. Your fourth line for sure. I mean, Ryan's in your bottom six because he's a centerman. Um, Devin Shore's in your bottom six. He's a good player. I like Sevier. To me, that's my – if you're giving me for a fourth line, that's your order's fourth okay. line on the first game of the playoffs. Fogel's going to be your left winger on the third line. Uh, I'm not sure about McLeod. He's a good player. I like the player. I want the player. This isn't me denigrating. Uh, he's going to be a nice player, good draft pick, all those things. I just don't think on a team that's trying to be a Stanley Cup contender that you can go to war with a 22-year-old third-line center. I just don't think he's cast properly okay. in that role. Okay. There's got to be a place on your team for him. I think you need to upgrade at third-line center. And at third-line right wing, is it Cassian? Maybe. Is it? Who knows who it is? I, could I need someone that wants to that wants to get physically involved. I could That's first, what I, need. I could foresee a scenario. So it might be one of Shore or Ryan at center come playoff time. The and third I, line? Fourth, fourth line. Fourth line. Fourth line. I, I could see the Oilers. I mean, Holloway, where is he going to be? So here's... Oh, that's another story altogether. But he's right. a left winger. you got he's, lots of left wingers. Do they have a fourth line left wing? Shore's playing left wing tonight. He's played mostly center. He played center exclusively okay, in preseason. Okay, well, if he goes to center, where do you put Ryan? That's what I'm saying. It's one of Shore or Ryan at center. We'll see what okay. happens there. Okay. That's fair. I could, and, and with all due respect to Sevier, who I think's been the best of the fourth-line options so far, yeah. Farchable. 
Archibald's a wild, it's a real wild card. We don't we don't know the severity of the myocarditis. We don't even know the vaccination status right now of the player. We just want the guy to be healthy and living his life. Of course. But he's going to, you know. They're the same player. They're the fourth line right wing on the Everton Ar- order. Except Archibald's better. No, Archibald's better. But my point is, Sevier's only here because Archibald isn't. Right. So one of those two guys is going to be sure. your fourth line right wing. Both of them aren't going to be in your lineup and, many nights together. And I think Holloway, you know, I'm always cons- waiting on him to play. I'm waiting, and I'm always nervous about wrist injuries, okay, just because, you know, yep. that, that touch. and uh, But ho- I can tell you the players, Sheldon Surrey. when they watch Holloway on the they're like, this guy. Like you, they're the There's first, a good player there, Bob. Th- th- they know. They know. Yeah. They're the... Th- but th- they're more bullish on Holloway than they are on, on McLeod. And they yeah. should be because Holloway was a 14th overall pick. There, there's a timing aspect here. Like, so if Nima Linen, I'm just going to throw this at you. If Nima Linen can be an option as a left side, okay. third-pairing guy, okay. now you've got a different asset base to potentially look at your forward group. Sure. So let's say you go in the playoffs and your your fourth pair is Cuckoo and Russell. Yeah. So now we're that's a good that's a good fourth pair when someone gets hurt. A couple like of veteran defensemen. A couple yeah. of veteran guys. So you're good with all that. So now you need to figure out what you it clearly for me uh, listen, they got five top six forwards. Yes. Would you like a better guy sometimes at right wing on the second line? Yeah, you would. But five top six forwards, most teams would be pretty happy with that. Not many clubs out there, Bob, with six legit top six guys, right? Very, very few. There's always a guy where you go, "Uh, that's Yamamoto. Is he a second line? Is he a third line? I don't know. But it's more important for me, the most important position on this team going the playoff run is third line center. They don't have the guy. They got to find a guy. And third line right wing's got to play better or get replaced. Crazy Cam says, Bob, uh, Specs Rongi get picked up off waivers in a heartbeat. He represents a unicorn player that comes in handy in the playoffs, as you recall, from 2017. Lisa in Leduc. Holy cow, Mark sure got you riled up today. Well, we, we've loved debating uh, Penner because for the purposes of Edmonton, we'll always have a slight disagreement on Dustin Penner. That's okay. I disagree <laughs> with Mark. I do think Cassian would get picked up. I concede that he's got to play, but it was yeah. fun today, Mark. Yeah, like, this is good. We good job, man. Get after it more often. Uh, you know, it's just like old times. It is, baby. All right. <laughs> uh, that is Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. When I get back, I'll have the uh, prospect reports coming up here on Winners Now. 128 in Edmonton into the Oilers now. Prospect report brought to you by Scott Arthur Millwork. Custom cabinetry, luxury closets, exceptional millwork. Visit scottarthurmillwork.com today. Xavier Bordeaux is the reigning uh, Quebec Major Junior League Player of the Week. He had seven points in two games on the weekend, including a hat-trick. He's tied for the QMJHL scoring uh, goal-scoring lead with 22. He's got 22 goals, 42 points in 24 games this year, plus 15 off to the World Junior Camp. Uh, talking to some people that know more about this than me. They think Borgo's got a decent chance to make the squad. He is not a lock at this time. Dylan Holloway, uh, intriguing player for uh, the Oilers organization. Uh, lots of guys high on his ability, no question about it, represented by Blake Robson out of the Dynasty group. Carter Savoy, currently playing down at Denver University, has 12 goals, 20 points. The Minnesota Wild have five first-round picks. Not in their current NHL roster, including goaltender Jesper Wallstadt, represented by Jerry Johansson out of Edmonton. Carson Lambos playing for the Kootenai Ice. Marco Rossi and Matt Boldy are both playing in Iowa in the American Hockey League. And speaking of uh, 
the Minnesota Wild. Longtime host, reporter, and analyst for Valley Sports North, Kevin Gore, coming up at 135 after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.